Investment advisory services offered through Sound Income Strategies, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisory firm. Johnson Wealth and Income Management and Sound Income Strategies, LLC are not associated entities. Johnson Wealth and Income Management is a franchisee of the Retirement Income Store. The Retirement Income Store and Sound Income Strategies, LLC are associated entities. What kind of a retirement plan allows millions of people to lose 30 to 50% of their life savings just as they near retirement? It's a society based on freedom and choice and personal responsibility. There are no guarantees. It's important that people deal with someone to make sure to provide lifetime income. Lifetime income. And now to our story. Welcome to the Capitalized Life and Retirement Program with Matthew Johnson, powered by the Retirement Income Store and brought to you by Johnson Wealth and Income Management. Are you living the life you want? Are you prepared for retirement as you believe you should be? What are your goals for retirement and how are you going to reach them? In the next 30 minutes of today's program, let's explore the principles necessary to live the capitalized life and the retirement of your dreams. Now, here's this week's Capitalized Life and Retirement program with your host, Matthew Johnson. And welcome to this episode of the Capitalized Life and Retirement Show. I'm your host, Matthew Johnson, president and owner of Johnson Wealth and Income Management, a retirement income store located in Clear Lake and Humboldt, Iowa, serving our clients in northern Iowa and southern Minnesota. Well, how are you today? I hope you're doing well. I hope you're having fun doing whatever you're doing. I am so pleased that you're along for the ride. I'm thankful and grateful to have you. I'm also very, very thankful each and every time one of you reaches out to us. Maybe you come to our website, johnsonwim.com, and you send us a message, you ask a question, something of that nature. It's always gratifying to be able to hear from my listeners and just basically understand that this show is impacting you in a positive way. Now, today we're going to be talking about interest rates going up. We're going to be talking about why interest rates have to go up. We have to be talking about what we need to be careful of when interest rates go up. And then if you stay to the end of the show, we're going to be discussing how to take advantage of rising interest rates. And this is so very important. If we are investing our money, we want to know where is a good place to invest, especially during rising interest rate environments. And so as a result, we're going to be discussing that. We're going to be figuring out what we can do to better ourselves. Now, before we get into our program, I want to remind each and every one of you that this show is powered by the Retirement Income Store. You hear me talk about the Retirement Income Store all the time and for good reason. The Retirement Income Store is a most valuable resource for you. If you're within five years of retirement or you're even in retirement, the Retirement Income Store gives you an opportunity, gives you a safe place that's non-threatening to go and to really educate yourself on what it takes to retire. And if you're in retirement, how to potentially invest more appropriately and how to invest more strategically for that stage of life that you're in. You know, we can't expect things to stay the same. In the same way that we invested before we're retired, once we're retired, now we're in a totally different stage. And sometimes it's best for us to reassess how we're investing our money and make some tweaks and some adjustments. You know, when you're in retirement, you're at your most vulnerable stage. At that point, the paycheck has stopped and you want to make certain you get what you deserve which is an income stream that will last the rest of your life, but you're also there 
to be able to determine if there's maybe a way for you to be able to increase and improve the amount of income that you get for the rest of your life while keeping your principal safer. And that's what the Retirement Income Store is. It's a resource for you. So I encourage you, go to theretirementincomestore.com and you will find a most valuable resource for you and for your money. I'm going to encourage you to reach out to me. Call our office at 866-290-3837. If you have questions, we will do our best to answer them for you. Reach out at 866-290-3837. Now let's get into interest rate increases. We had the announcement on March 17, 2022, that the Federal Reserve was going to be raising interest rates by a quarter of a percent. And some of you may be thinking, why? You know, what does this do? Well, Let's go ahead and let's talk about the reality that inflation is something that we need. Every economy needs some degree of inflation, but as with all things, moderation in all things, right? We uh, Too much of any one thing is not always good, and so we want to make certain that we don't have too much inflation. I'll give you an example. I went into the grocery store the other day, and I walked out. I couldn't believe it. I bought four apples, just four. That's all I went in for four apples, and it cost me $6.87. It was insanity, four apples. And yet when we see inflation, it affects not only just one or two of us, it affects all of us. It reduces the distance that our dollar is able to travel, that our dollar is able to take us. And so we need to understand that when inflation begins to be overheated, this is where we need the Federal Reserve to step in. Now, I want you to think about the economy and inflation kind of in the form of an economic car. If you think about it this way, I think it's easier. The economic car, we want it on the road and we want it traveling down the road safely. When we have a recession, what happens is the economic car gets put on the side of the road. That's good for no one. And so when that happens, the Federal Reserve has to get engaged. They have to get in gear and they have to push down on the accelerator pedal of that car to get it back on the road. How do they do that? Well, they're going to take basically a two-forked approach. The first thing that they're going to do is they're going to open up a money supply. They're going to make money more easily accessible, more available. They're going to make certain banks have the money to loan. The second thing that they're going to do is they're going to lower interest rates. By lowering interest rates, it's an incentive for you and I to spend our money. In other words, If money is prevalent and money is cheap, guess what? People are going to build new homes. People are going to buy new cars. People are going to invest in their businesses. Now, when that car is going down the road, but now it starts to pick up momentum, it's going too fast, it's getting overheated. Now what has to happen is they don't want that car to get out of control. It gets dangerous at a particular point and everybody starts complaining, right? Just like I'm complaining about four apples costing me nearly $7. We think about gas, we think about medicine, we think about everything. It goes up in cost. Now, in order to be able to slow that, the interest rates have to go up and money supply has to shrink. That's what the Federal Reserve is now doing. They have now announced that they're going to start to raise these interest rates. Now, what does that do? Well, number one, think of it this way. Think of everything that I just mentioned, but in reverse. When interest rates go up, it creates a bit of a deterrent. You're less apt to build a new home and to pay for the mortgage at 7% interest rates than you are when they are at 2, 25 3%. So as a result, people will think again. They'll, they'll second guess maybe. 
uh, building that new that new home or buying that new car. Just knowing a client who is a mechanic, he said, I've never been so busy in my life. It's like I've got 30 cars in the lot. Everybody's trying to fix their car because, number one, there really is a shortage of new cars available. And so people are fixing up the old cars that they have. And guess what? It's also less expensive than buying a new car. So people are taking and they're using me to fix that new car and get more mileage out of that car. Well, that makes sense for us. But here's the thing. We have to remember that they want us to spend money, but they don't want us to spend money too much, too quickly on too many goods and services. That's the reason that they're doing it. They're just trying to cool the economy. Now, we have to be careful here, though, because you see, when interest rates go up, and we haven't seen this since 2018, it lowers the amount of profitability that corporations in this country get to have. When they're not selling as many widgets and not as many widgets are being sold, that means the profitabilities for corporations go down when interest rates go up. It means slower growth in certain sectors of our economy. So we have to be careful to think about even the corporation that you might work for might experience a slowdown in profitability, might experience a slowdown in growth as a result of these rising interest rates. Here's a big one that's so scary for so many investors, and that is that when interest rates go up, it has a tendency to create stock market volatility and a major correction. Now, if we turn back the clock to 2018, we need to remember what happened back in 2018. The Federal Reserve had just come off from a major stock market crash from 2007 to 2009, where the stock market lost over 60%. And so as a result, we are in a full-blown recession. This is the reason back then we called it the Great Recession. Well, here's the thing. When you need to get the car back on the road, what do you do? You open up money supplies, you lower interest rates down. Well, by 2017, after the Federal Reserve had done that a number of different times through all the quantitative easings and the TARP programs that they had, 2017 guess what? They earmarked that and said, okay, in 2018, we've got to raise interest rates. And that's what they started doing in 18. Now, the first couple of rate increases were just like this one. It was a quarter of a percent in the first quarter of the year. It was a quarter of a percent rate increase in the second quarter of the year. And we kind of took those in stride because we knew that we needed them. However, the third one started to create a bit of a tremor within the market. By the fourth rate increase of 2018, That's when we had what is now referred to as the taper tantrum. The stock market lost almost 20%, and it was almost instantaneous. This was what we called the taper tantrum. This is where all of a sudden investors start to revolt at interest rates going up, and as a result, they really create volatility within the stock market. Now, what does that mean for you? It means that if you're unaware of rate increases and the correlation that rate increases can have with the stock market, you can get caught in a very ill predicament. You can get caught by surprise with the stock market going down, and all of a sudden you open up your monthly statement or you look on the nightly news, and guess what? By the time you saw the news, it was too late. The stock market had already declined. This is a major threat when interest rates are going up, and this is the reason why the Federal Reserve makes it very clear that they're not as interested in keeping the stock market happy as they are at keeping 
the economy happy, keeping the economic car on the road. Now, the big, big danger of rate increases is what is referred to as a recession. Because you see, if they raise the interest rates too quickly, if they raise the interest rates by too much, this all of a sudden can actually stall the car, can put it on the side of the road. And we don't want that either. We just came from that place and we don't want to go back on the side of the road. So the Federal Reserve is going to be very, very careful to be able to raise the interest rates just enough to be able to slow this inflation so that it doesn't get out of control. But at the same time, they've got to be very, very careful that they don't do it too quickly or by too much. Otherwise, it's going to create another recession. Now, unfortunately, we have to keep in mind that human beings are always perceiving what's going on and they're making judgment calls based upon that. Oftentimes, we can see volatility in the stock market before volatility is actually justified. In other words, many investors will start to panic too soon. They will panic too early. They'll pull their money out of the stock market in anticipation of something. We've seen this already since the beginning of the year in the first three months of the year, and it could be well justified. But nevertheless, what happens is the Federal Reserve doesn't even have to raise interest rates. They can just simply give a proclamation and people, investors will begin to capitulate. They'll begin to pull money from the stock market. You see, the feds don't actually have to do a heck of a lot to get a response. They simply have to come out and say something. And then all of a sudden, we're going to start basically taking what they said, putting our own spin to it, our own meaning. We're going to use our own interpretation of what they're saying, and then we're going to act on that. And this is one of the dangers of doing this. We can actually create our own recession by basically expecting that it's going to be worse than what it might actually be. We pull early, and guess what? We then watch as the stock market starts to decline. This is something that we create ourselves. Now, how can we take advantage of this? Well, we're up to a break. You're going to have to sit tight. We're going to talk about how to take advantage of a rising interest rate environment. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Capitalized Life and Retirement Program with Matthew Johnson, powered by the Retirement Income Store. Thanks for listening to our show today. And we've put together a companion report that goes with this show. It's called The Universe of Non-Stock Market Income Generating Alternatives. These investments are considered to have less risk of loss, and they're instruments that people invest in primarily for income. The universe of non-stock market income-generating alternatives is absolutely free to our listeners. So reach out to the show at 866-290-3837. That's 866-290-3837. And for more information, visit us online at johnsonwim.com. That's johnsonwim.com. Welcome back to the Capitalized Life and Retirement Program with Matthew Johnson, powered by the Retirement Income Store. And welcome back to the second half of the Capitalized Life and Retirement Show. I'm your host, Matthew Johnson, president and owner of Johnson Wealth and Income Management, a retirement income store located in Clear Lake and Humboldt, Iowa, serving our clients in northern Iowa and southern Minnesota. Well, if you're just joining us, I want to say welcome to the program. And if you stuck with us, well, guess what? You're going to be in for a treat because we're going to be talking about now how to take advantage 
of a rising interest rate environment and especially pertaining to investments. Now, I want to remind each and every one of you that the Retirement Income Store is a resource for you to educate on your own for these exact sort of things. As we get closer and closer to retirement, we want to be able to know how to, number one, defend and to protect our principal. And more importantly, we want to know how to get more income from what we have saved for retirement. How do we do that without having to work overtime? How do we do that without having to go back into the workforce and get a job? Well, we need to be more skillful and more strategic about how we're investing our money. I can help you in today's program, but I encourage you go to the retirementincomestore.com where you can take advantage of all the various materials that are available for you so that you can better understand how to properly invest for income in retirement. Now, let's get into this and let's talk about we've discussed interest rates going up. The Federal Reserve has invoked the very first rate increase of a quarter of a percent, first time since 2018. We kind of looked at some of the things that we need to be careful of. You know, when they raise interest rates, it can have an impact on the market. It can have an impact on profitability and growth within certain corporate sectors. We know that it can create a recession if they do too much of it. However, how do we take advantage of it ourselves? Well, the first thing is, is that I want to give you a word of caution. The first word of caution is with regards to your automobiles and your cars. We know that these interest rates are going up and we know that we need to be very, very watchful on what kind of note we have. I cannot tell you the number of times that I've asked a client or I've asked someone who has come in for a second opinion, an assessment of what they're doing for retirement, if they know what kind of an interest rate they have on their mortgage and if that interest rate is fixed. And so many times they'll say, I don't know. I don't know if it's an adjustable rate note. I just don't know. Well, if you don't know, you need to know. You need to be very much aware of whether or not your mortgage is an adjustable rate mortgage. Because here's the thing. If interest rates are going up and your mortgage is likely one of the biggest debt items that you have, and all of a sudden the interest rate starts going up just as you're gearing up for retirement, that could put you into a pickle. So you need to take advantage. Go have a conversation with your banker and figure that out. And if it's not, get it fixed. Same thing on your automobile loans. You need to make certain that those things are fixed so that you're not getting gouged as the interest rates go up, because who knows how many times we're going to see these rate increases occur. The feds have talked about as many as seven times. I think that that's bonkers, but it doesn't matter what I think. It's how it affects you. So that's the first word of caution. The second word of caution is if anyone's trying to pitch you real estate investment trusts or REITs that are illiquid and non-traded, Number one, what is a REIT? Well, a REIT is, and I say this kind of facetiously, the REIT is like the timeshare of the investment world. It is something that so often investors will tend to regret after they've bought it because the things that they were told it was going to do, it just never did do, or it didn't do it for very long. So the reason I make this comment about real estate investment trusts, the ones that are illiquid and non-traded in particular Remember that part of their selling um, point is that you're going to get dividend income. But I have found that when interest rates go up because real estate investment trusts carry so much debt, guess what? It costs them more to service the debt for the buildings, the properties that they own. And as a result, I've seen the dividends consistently cut. I've seen the dividends where they've gone away entirely, where it just pushes that can down the road even longer 
where the person has to wait even longer for the liquidity event, meaning they get their money back. So just my word of caution there. I know that everyone's mileage is going to vary. Not every read is a bad read, but just be very, very careful in a rising interest rate environment. So how do we take advantage of these things? Number one, if we have stock market volatility, which obviously we've been seeing it, we've been seeing it because of anticipation of the Fed's raising these interest rates. We've seen it because of the war between Russia and Ukraine. We need to be buyers. We need to be buyers. If you have a portion of your portfolio, 10%, 15%, 20% of your money that is set aside for growth, which I believe is an important component, and growth, remember, is something that you're not guaranteed to get, but but equities in particular are the growth driver within a portfolio. I encourage you to take advantage of this volatility caused by these higher interest rates, but in particular, look for equities that are paying a good dividend. And don't go for these paltry dividends from the growth stocks. Look for the good old-fashioned dividend payers. Look to someone who has the experience of being able to find large cap companies to pay you a good three and a half, four, four and a half, maybe even a 5% dividend because that dividend is spendable. That dividend is income. You can spend that when you get paid that dividend and you don't have to sell shares. Number two, realize that you need to be figuring out how to use fixed income investments to your advantage. And I'm going to spend some time on this because so often we get kind of deluded or delusional in this idea of fixed income. We think when we're working with our advisor and he says, well, I sold you a fixed income fund or I put you know, a bond fund into your account. Time out, not so fast. Don't go for that because when interest rates go up, and you're in a fixed income fund or you're in a bond fund, chances are you're going to experience losses and it's going to be a sustained loss. It's going to be a headwind that is blowing against you the whole time. Let me give you an example. When you own bonds the way that I like my clients to own them, and that is individually, this, yes, requires work. You got to roll up your sleeve. You got to do a lot of research as the fiduciary for the client. But when you find individual good quality bonds and you buy them individually, guess what? That bond is a contract. That means that that client who bought the bond now has a contractual rate of income, interest income coming into them every single year as a result of owning that bond. Number two, and most importantly, if they hold that bond to maturity and that bond matures, in other words, there was no default with the company. Guess what? That investor is going to receive their money back. That investor is going to receive back what is called par. Now, when you have a bond fund, that does not exist. You don't have those two, could we call them guarantees? We don't have those two contractual provisions because it's not a bond. It is a mutual fund that you own. And as a result, there is no fixed rate of interest income and there is no fixed guaranteed contractual maturity. Mutual funds go on forever. So when you want to get income from that fund, you have to sell shares. Well, if interest rates go up and bond funds fall in value, which they always tend to do in a rising interest rate environment, what does this mean for your shares? It means that they're going to decline little by little by little by little by little. And if you need to be selling your shares in order to get the income that you need to supplement your retirement, guess what that means? It means that you're cannibalizing your principal more and more. 
So this is where you have to really work to find someone who knows fixed income investing, someone who knows how to do it the old-fashioned way by owning bonds. Now, why do I bring this up? Because true fixed income investing is all about the math. You see, if you've been in the equities market, you've been in the stock market for any length of time, when you hire a broker, you're hiring them for their crystal ball. You're buying a stock and then you hope that that stock goes up. Well, when you're in fixed income investments, it's not about the crystal ball. It's about the math. I'll give you an example. So I'm going to give you an example. Take a pen and paper out. Write this down. So let's say that we buy a bond and we buy it for par value, $1,000. And let's say that this bond pays us an interest rate of 5%. Okay, so those two things are absolutely unmovable. The par value is what the bond starts its life at. Par value is what it matures at. So a 1000 and a 1000 The interest rate, 5%, that interest rate is fixed. That interest rate is always also fixed on a par. So this means... times $1,000. Now we get to calculate our income. What is that income? That income is, guess what? $50. 5% times $1,050. So we know that our bond's going to pay us $50. Now, here's the cool part. When interest rates go up, we know that it affects bonds, whether they're individual, whether they're bond funds. So why do I like individual bonds in a rising interest rate environment? Because number one, I know that as I'm investing in these bonds, I'm typically buying these bonds for less than a thousand. That's called buying them at a discount. So let's just say, let's just do the math. Let's say that I bought a bond in a rising interest rate environment and this bond was on sale. Instead of paying a thousand for this bond, let's say I bought it for $800. Now here's the part. Listen up. That bond still has to pay $50 of interest. Why? Because the interest rate of 5% is always fixed and it's always fixed on par, which is $1,000. It's not fixed on what I pay for the bond. So as a result, I'm still getting paid $50 of interest income, but I only paid $800 for the bond. What does that mean? It means that if I do my math, I take $50 of interest, I divide it into what I bought the bond for, which is $800, ding, ding, ding. I now find out that I'm not getting a 5% interest rate. I am getting now a 6.25% interest rate. Now, you think that that's good? Hang on. Because remember I said that when the bond matures, the bond has to pay back par. What did you buy the bond for? You bought it for 800. What do you get paid back when it matures? You get paid back 1,000. What is that? That is a 25% capital gain. Now, can you ever do that with a stock? I don't think so. This is the reason why fixed income investing can be so fun, especially if you like math or if you're a nerd like me. Now, we have to remember that bonds aren't the only fixed income instrument that exists in the world today. We have things called preferreds. And guess what? Preferreds are the bond of the equity world. Preferred stocks are a stock, but they are not common stock. They're a fixed income instrument. They have the same kind of contractual behavior that a bond does. They have a par value. The only difference is their par value is very small. It's $25 instead of 1000 So guess what? If they ever get called, if they ever mature, they're going to pay back $25. The dividend income that they pay, guess what? That dividend is fixed and it's always fixed on par. You're getting the idea, right? So you see, this is the reason why we want to take advantage of these higher interest rates in the fixed income market. This gives us a major opportunity for us to be able to capitalize on this. 
The third way that we take advantage of this is through business development companies. Business development companies, they are definitely more on the aggressive end of the fixed income world. But let me tell you, fixed income is a wonderful tool. Business development companies is another wonderful tool to have in the toolbox because they help to lend money to corporations that are mid-sized growing businesses. And guess what? Many of them are able to take advantage of higher interest rates. So when notes go up, guess what? They make more money. And by federal law, 90% of all the profits made by a BDC, just like with a REIT, have to be paid back to the shareholder in the form of a dividend. So you want more money in your pocket? You want more income out of your portfolio? Look for fixed income. Find someone who can help you in the fixed income investing world. And I encourage all of you as listeners, if you have questions, please go to our website, www.johnson, J-O-H-N-S-O-N-W-I-M.com and post your question to us. Reach out to us. Let us know what kind of topics you'd like to hear us discuss on each episode. Well, that's a wrap for today. I hope I've been able to give you some words of caution. We've given you some opportunities of being able to benefit and to improve yourself even during this time of uncertainty with rising interest rates. Thanks so much for listening. And remember, it is up to you to make today a great day. That's all the time we have for today. To schedule 15 minutes with Matthew off the air, call 866-290-3837. That's 866-290-3837. And for more information, visit us online at johnsonwim.com. That's johnsonwim.com. We will be back again next week at this same time for another Capitalized Life and Retirement Program with Matthew Johnson.